Hi, and welcome to Ivory Mix, the podcast. I am Kayla Butler, your host Yay! of the podcast and the photographer and founder of ivorymix.com. I have a great show for you today because we're talking about how you can focus on your own amazing creative life and generally stop feeling inadequate or comparing yourself to others. I mean, how often are we constantly in this online world and this, you know, blogger world comparing ourselves to the successes or even just the creativity of others? I know I do it all the time. I mean, just this podcast alone makes me compare my own abilities to other people's. I really want my podcast to be fun. I want it to be engaging. I want it to be entertaining. I'm figuring it out, and this is the beginning of my podcast. Maybe it's not perfect now, but eventually it will be. So today I want to I want to really dive in and start talking about how to stop feeling inadequate and comparing yourself to others. We've all done it, been enamored by the success of others, and wondered how they got where they are. You aren't sure how you stumbled upon maybe their website or their, their LinkedIn profile, but ever since that moment, ever since then, you've been searching for more information about how they did it, how this person got to be so amazing at whatever it is, X, Y, Z. You know, you've been doing this for some time now and you've seen no progress. Why is this person that you've stumbled upon or this business that you've stumbled upon seeing success and you're not? Up until now, it's possible that you've just been browsing or thinking about how to get better at whatever it is and maybe even internet stalking people. I know I've done it. If I see someone doing something that I want to do, I want to figure out how they're doing it. So I, you know, follow them on all their social media channels and just generally soak up as much information as possible. But that can lead to this feeling of inadequacy and keep us from moving forward. Something inside of us and inside of our guts, they're ch it's churning. We, we feel this need to do something, but we're not moving forward. It's possible that your skin is itching and, you know, your legs are twitching and you just, you're eager to move, but you've been just searching blindly without having any sort of focus and, you know, not even sure what it is you're looking for. Here's the thing. If you knew what you were looking for and that what you were searching for was going to be found here, wherever you're, you're looking, you wouldn't have been doing it for so long without any progress. So the first thing that you really, you have to do to overcome that feeling of inadequacy is understand what it is you want. Maybe what you want is just to make a change in your life and how you spend your days, day in and day out. Every day, maybe you go to your nine to five job and it's no longer fulfilling. The one you thought that you wanted, you know, that job, <laughs> the one that you actually went to college for and are paying student loans for, you can't believe that you're not happy. So you pretend it's not true and you just continue blindly searching for answers. Maybe you know to come to terms with your unhappiness and at the moment you just can't decide how to start making the shift and the change to do something else. 
Unfortunately, that is what life is about. We're told at a young age that success comes only after planning and making goals and following through on them. Then once we achieve them, we're stuck. No one told us what to do when we realized we were misguided and, you know, knew nothing about what we truly wanted in life and in, unfortunately made goals around what we thought we wanted when we were young and now we're miserable and unhappy. And that is just the story of life these days. So if this sounds like you, it's about to get real and deep. We're going to go real deep here. <laughs> Let me tell you that life is a journey. There are no perfect answers and nothing lasts forever. Even if you're making massive progress at this very moment and actually finding some success, it will not last. And you're going to have to change courses, you know, in the future just because like the planet we live on, we change with the seasons and we evolve. Your life is made up of seasons and you're going to change. Your interests are going to change and what works and what doesn't work will change and evolve. Tides come in and what we once knew, all those footprints in the sand and those marks on the paths that we've already walked, they'll be washed away, leaving us with some sort of smooth, untouched sand and no direction to go. So if your tides have come in and you're facing change right now, I'd like to help you understand a little more about how to focus on yourself and get started making your own creative life. First and foremost, you have to pick something you want, anything at all vague or specific. Don't let unhappiness with where you are right now at this moment or the want to change build up into a heaping pile of things left undone. In order to come and make any progress in your life, you've got to stop wallowing in self-pity and start something, anything, anything at all right now. This isn't hypothetical. I really, really mean it. Stop what you're doing and start now. Get out of piece of paper or your phone or maybe just your calendar and, you know, something to write with and write down one thing you want most. Do you want to be happy? Do you want to quit your job? Do you want to start your own business? Do you want to move across the country? Look at that piece of paper that you've pulled out every single day for the next week and commit in your mind that you're going to make it happen by all means necessary, no matter how vague it is. Once you start the process, you'll begin to actually narrow down the specifics to get you to where you want to go. But for now, this is the first thing you have to do is just pick something. Once you've done that and you've been sitting on that something for a little while, you got to make a longer list of baby steps. You're probably going to say, hey, Kayla, I, I was lost a second ago and now you think I can create a thing that I want and a list to get where I want to go? Yeah, I know. It sounds a little bit crazy. You can make some big, wild and crazy guesses for now on your list and they might not be the right things to do and the list of baby steps probably won't be in the right order. But yeah, I want you to sit down and actually make a list of things that you think you can do right now to get the thing or to get where you want to go. Because the order in which you do them and the actual process for which you get them done, that's going to come over time. You're not a genius. You don't know how to do everything. We've already established that. This is just life. 
So make a list of things that you think you need to do to get that one thing done. And what is actually going to help you is if you make a list of people and resources that you think might be able to help and keep that list handy. Utilize that list of people that you've been internet stalking and make a list of people or websites or online courses or Pinterest boards, Instagrammers, tweeters, authors, whoever it might be. Make a list of people who might be able to help you get where you want to go. Maybe it's a blog post of theirs. Maybe it's an online course. Whatever it is, make a list of some of the things that you may have seen that might help you get you where you want to go. So, all right. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves because up until now, you've just been endlessly searching for something and, you know, all this action, however small they might seem, could, could be a little overwhelming. So, and we have to remember change is overwhelming and thinking about change can cause people a lot of anxiety, just thinking of change alone. So you should take a brief moment to remember why you've been searching for change. Let's just think about it for a second. Go back to that step number one. What is it? What is it that you want? Anything at all. That vague or specific something and why? Why is that? So take a moment to think about that. You can pause it, um, but I've got more coming. Okay, so now that we're back from break and you have taken a moment to think about why you've been searching for change, let's continue on this journey. I want you to remember that life is just, it's beautiful as it is. The way that you live right now and everything you have and every person you know and that life that you lead, it's beautiful as it is. It can get even better with just a little action on your part. So recognize that your life right now is worth it and so, so beautiful. And that it's just going to get better with a little action on your part. People who feel lost in life can become even more depressed because they feel like nothing is happening for them. They lack that forward motion that, that lack of forward motion makes them feel unhappy. So remember that your life is beautiful right now. You are lovely the way you are and nothing will ever change that. Take this moment and be still. Think about your accomplishments up until this point. Someone somewhere wants what you have. You've got something going for yourself and this change you want and this dream of yours, this future of yours, is just the natural progression and next step on your personal journey. So be happy with who you are today. It's okay to set goals and make more of your dreams come true, but do not let the thought of what hasn't come yet destroy what you have now or destroy your daily happiness. Getting better at something and making changes doesn't mean you're moving on from who you currently are. It just means you're becoming a better you. So go for it, get better, and be better. In the words of someone that I actually follow a lot, um, Les Brown, his words are, do more with where you are and with what you have. So when making a big change, some people worry about how, what, and why, and at the very beginning, it can stop them. So I guess what I'm saying is don't worry so much. Conquer your fears and take risks. I remember when my husband told me that he wanted to quit his job. 
He had been working there for 13 years, and he wanted to quit to be a stay-at-home dad to our third child. I was pregnant at the time, working a full-time job, and so was he, and our other two kids were in daycare. I was making good money, but we had never done that before, and I began to think the worst. You know, like, will we go broke? How are we going to pay our mortgage and our bills? Can I handle the pressure of being the sole responsible person for my family of what was about to be five? It was definitely not an easy change to make, but I knew I needed to make it happen so that my husband could get to the next step in his life journey. I'm his wife and his biggest fan and supporter. It's been my pleasure to take on the responsibilities and be strong for him while he figures out his path. We made that change to become a single income family basically overnight. And now he's been here with our youngest from day one, who's actually turning six next month. Our other two older kids didn't get to be with mom or dad every day, all day. So, you know, they were in daycare from the ages of six weeks old and up. So now they are all getting more time with their dad during the day because he drops them off and picks them up from school and, you know, is there during their long holiday breaks. And it's something I wouldn't change for the world. No matter how challenging it has been over these past few years. So let me tell you that your lack of change up until now because you are afraid of something is, it's valid, but don't be afraid to conquer those fears and to take risks. If everyone stopped in their tracks because of fear, we're, you know, <laughs> we become some pretty boring people. Incredibly inspiring things happen when you take risks. Your fears begin to melt away and when you take risks and begin to realize that nothing you have feared is actually going to happen, it's worse than knowing what good could have happened. It's like teaching my kids to ride a bike. They're scared at first and don't want to do it out of fear of getting hurt, but once they learn to ride, they gain confidence in themselves and the fear no longer lives in them and they, they're free to ride their bike and you know, go wherever they want to go because they now have built up that skill as well as conquered their fear. So be reminded that other people who aren't as good as you are already doing the things that you actually want to do. That's one of the things that helped my kids learn how to ride a bike. They knew that other kids were riding and it just sort of clicked with them that, hey, I can ride a bike too. I just have to get over that fear. I mean, how incredibly miserable it must be to watch other people take the things in life that you're dreaming of while you just sit there procrastinating and making excuses. So don't let that happen anymore. Take some responsibilities for the skills and the talents that you have. Don't let your special, you know, powers, those things and those talents that you have naturally go to waste. You have special powers, trust me. You you may not have fully explored them, but I happen to know that you have them because I've discovered my own special powers over the years, something I never thought I could do, and one of them being photography. And here I am today selling my photos as a professional photographer. We're all good at something. In fact, we're all great at something. You have this one beautiful life, and I desperately want you to enjoy every moment of it. Seize the day. Use those powers to make whatever life you want happen. In fact, 
I want you to find out exactly how far and how high you can go. There's a chance that this thing that you wrote down in the first step um, isn't that big of a change at all. Because at the moment when you wrote that down, it's possible that you were letting your fear limit your choices. Maybe it's just another small goal like the rest that you've already accomplished. And if that's the case, I don't think you're dreaming big enough. If you think your dream is big, I want you to try and dream bigger. You should realize that you can go higher and get so much better and reach some unimaginable places if you just start and don't limit your abilities. Because this isn't all there is and that thing that you want isn't all there is either. If you've gotten to this point in the podcast and just don't feel that there's anything that you're dreaming of that you that you already have it all, I say that's bullshit. <laughs> if you've gotten this far into the podcast and stuck with me this long, you probably do have some pretty lofty dreams and you're probably the type that just likes to make excuses for what you don't really want or why it's just too hard. And I know that that comes from a place of love and kindness. I am not trying to judge. I've been there. I'm there all the time. But you may have taken some baby steps to starting something before and it's possible that you failed and that's why you think the things that you do. But that blog that you've started last year that's maybe seen little or no success, that's no reason to assume that that's all there is. Seriously. Come to terms that you've been failing at making change because of laziness or maybe lack of good direction because we all fail sometimes and recognizing it is the first step to moving beyond it. For instance, maybe you've desperately wanted to lose some weight. I've lost about a hundred pounds in my life and I know that's pretty hard for some people to believe because when you see me you wouldn't think that I would have weighed almost 300 pounds, but it's true. It's absolutely true. And let me tell you, it's possible that you've tried over and over again to lose weight with no success. So I know that you probably make excuses or flat out lie to yourself that you're perfectly fine with your weight. If that or any other scenario is you, you got to stop it. Stop making excuses. You may have tried, you know, to solve your problem or tried something new 10 to 15 times with no success. But Remember that it's bound to happen if you just keep getting up, let your, your bruises and your wounds heal, and start again. Because a loser fails at all the attempts that they don't take, right? So never give up. I have to tell you that because I lost 100 pounds in my life and I only did it after maybe the 16th time trying to lose weight. It was just a matter of learning a little more about why I was failing. So what are you going to do? Are you going to stop now because you haven't seen any change yet? Don't stop before success happens. With each try, you get better and better at something. Keep trying and after a while, you're going to see some progress. Stop doing the things that aren't making you happy either. If you've started something like a blog and you're realizing that it's been a failure up until now and you're actually not feeling great about it anymore, then maybe it is time to stop doing it. Stop running yourself ragged doing things that aren't making any progress and are actually making you miserable. I don't mean completely stop all the attempts at blogging altogether, but if you stick with me for a moment, you'll see what I mean. 
doing things that feel like failure can make us depressed and make us talk ourselves out of making any change at all. I mean, how many times have you joined a gym, went three days a week for a while, saw no change, and then talked yourself out of going to the gym anymore? This is not what I mean by stopping the things that aren't making you happy. What I actually mean is stop the way you're doing it. Do it differently. Do it a different way. Begin again at another point. Take a little break. If something isn't making you happy, pivot. Try something else. Instead of going to the gym to lose some weight, you could ride your bike outside or go for a walk or ask a friend to come with you. If it's your blog that's starting to feel like a sucking sinkhole, then stop doing it the way that you've been doing it now and explore what others have done to make it better. You know, maybe instead of doing a blog, you do a video blog, like on YouTube. Pausing on progress in order to learn something new is actually how people can make progress happen in the future. So take some time to pause if you need to and stop when you need it in order to make those necessary changes. And then just learn to love, accept, and forgive yourself. When you start with getting rid of the stuff that makes you unhappy, loving yourself will become easier. And in this space is where we can make change happen. I'm sure you'll have the best intentions of getting something done that you wanted to accomplish, but somehow something will get in the way. And instead of beating yourself up over it, accept it and forgive yourself. Tomorrow's another day. A few of my final thoughts. I just, I think sleep and rest is something you can't get enough of. It's so important to sleep and take breaks for yourself during times of massive growth and change. And I know sometimes I find myself hitting it way too hard and I end up feeling like, you know, just worn out. I know when I'm overdoing it, when I hit, you know, the pillow at the end of the day and just feel freaking exhausted. Too many nights in a row can be just bad for you. Sometimes my husband and I just want to put the kids to bed and watch, you know, a 30-minute TV show together, maybe Game of Thrones or something, and we'll do that even if it means staying up past our own bedtime. And if I do that too often, I start to feel worn out and I'm dragging some serious ass all week. So getting just one night's rest of nine hours, if possible, could and will seriously change your life. I know it does mine. So don't forget to sleep and rest during your periods of growth and change. It's it's just as important as everything else. Um, you know, I, I love to listen to music and motivational speaking for inspiration and an extra kick in the butt. So when I'm feeling a little down and unmotivated, I really enjoy listening to music. Um, I search for motivational speak, speaking on YouTube. And, you know, in fact, on really stressful days, I'll pump up the tunes in my car on the way to, uh, you know, the office or something. I end up singing you know, my heart out, my vocal cords hurt, but I love it and it actually helps me de-stress. And, you know, I think that it's important to find something like that, that inspires you and keeps you motivated and having fun. Maybe you already have a, a band or, you know, an artist that you love. So blast that music as loud as you can. Um, 
you know, reduce your screen time too. Get some sun, go outside, maybe just 15 minutes a day. If you're, if you're like me, your creative, your creative goals include working in front of a computer, like a lot. <laughs> I work in front of a computer most days, all day, but if it's a really personal off day that's got me feeling kind of funky, I limit my screen time as much as possible. There's so many negative things out there that if you can avoid just one thing on a day that you're feeling kind of ugh and off, I highly recommend staying off of, you know, Facebook too. While you're not at your computer and not checking Facebook, get outside and get some sun for 15 minutes a day. Um, it'll, it'll give you some happy hormones and some vitamin D. And then when you're out and about, why not find somebody that you can help? Helping other people is an amazing way to make yourself feel really, really good. And, you know, working on yourself and your dreams can be very hard work. I get exhausted and I get sick of myself sometimes. And when I feel this way, I go and focus on someone else for a while. I know that you've done some really kind things for people in your past. Can you remember how that may have made you feel? I know it's it feels pretty incredible to make someone else's day. When I turned 30, which was about five years ago, I completed a... um you know, a 30 random acts of kindness. It was a great day. And I remember that you just don't limit your giving to just one day a year. That's the thing that I took away from doing that 30 random acts of kindness for my 30th birthday. You might be surprised how spreading joy to other people with a simple, you know, unexpected gift will make their day feel like a win and then it turns around and energizes you. So when you're feeling less than motivated um, and just sick of yourself, start thinking of someone else who may need a boost. You know, get your mind off of your own lack of motivation and think of others. Get a little creative or keep it simple. Maybe it's just holding a door open for someone every chance you can for an entire day. Maybe that's the only thing you have to do, but it'll make you feel better. Another thing you can do is spend quality time with family and friends. You know, like I said, when you're in the middle of making massive changes, we get super involved in ourselves that we often overlook how important it is to spend time with the people that we love. Quality FaceTime or even a phone call might be all that it takes to put a smile on your face and on the face of your family and friends. Um... But, you know, don't let your pessimist friends get the best of you. I know these people. I know that view the glass as always half empty, and there always seems to be a cloud over their heads. Pessimists are like leeches and can suck the life from our dreams and our goals. I once read that pessimists are always right when guessing at what they can control or accomplish. Now, so think about it. It's true. They are self-limiting and that's why they're usually right. If they limit the things that they try, they'll fail less. Have you ever heard of the term you get 100% of the shots you don't take? Optimists, however, optimists may overshoot their own abilities and overbelieve in themselves, but they also try and try and try again. 
we optimists don't give in easily to a pessimistic view because we feel we have it in us to make it happen no matter what circumstances. So when a pessimistic friend or, or just some stranger who's a pessimist tries to bring you down to their, you know, quote unquote reality, I shut that crap down and avoid those people altogether, quite honestly. It's important to recognize what your dream killers are and who who they might be, too. Shut them down before they take you with them. Seriously. Maybe you can just stop being their friend, but I mean, that's probably not the nicest thing to do, but you can stop talking about your dreams with them. Pessimists can be mean without really realizing it. I mean, they're crapping all over your dreams when they think they're just bringing you down to reality. And in all honesty, they're just pulling you down to the average level that maybe they're on. You can be better than that and stop talking about your dreams and goals with people until you're making real progress. Your actions and results will speak for themselves and you'll, you'll show them all. So be happy for others when they're making success because as you can see, pessimists, you just don't want to roll with those guys. Pessimists, they just, they're no fun to be around. So if you want to be fun or to be around, be one of those happy people that shows, you know, gratitude and shows happiness for others who are actually reaching their own success goals because that'll make you feel good too because you are you are supporting of this idea that people can find success. Because along your creative life journey, you're going to find people who are just like you. These people are going to be eternal optimists who dream and they dream big just like you. They may even share your your specific interests and be searching for exactly the same thing that you are. So don't be jealous if they have successes before you. I want you to actually celebrate them, lift them up and be happy for them. Find people in your network like this and share share your dreams with them. These people won't squash your happiness or your goals. They may even be willing to help you get to where you want to go because eternal optimists help their brethren out. And that's actually why I started the Facebook group to sort of support the subscribers on the Ivory Mix, you know, newsletter. I want to help people out who are just like me and vice versa. So, you know, basically I just, I want you to decide what it is that you are truly passionate about and I want you to pursue that. If you're at the end of this podcast, which we are, and maybe you're feeling a bit lost and don't quite know what it is that you want next or how to begin, I think you should find your passion and start playing around with your creativity. Be dogged, persistent, and consistent. Change in creativity and those creative dreams, it takes work. It takes really, really hard work. When the time comes to take action, don't stop. Be persistent in your actions and consistent in the steps that you're taking towards making your dreams come true. Because this kind of action will get you places that you have not been and it'll get you closer to your goals. So if things are getting difficult, find ways to get things done a little easier and slow your pace a bit, but don't stop. So 
I hope you found some inspiration today about how to create your own amazing creative life and stop feeling inadequate or comparing yourself to others. That's it for me today on the next episode of the iRemix podcast. I'd like to talk a bit about making money from your creativity and your blog, specifically doing it through digital products, kind of like I am. So if you have got a question related to building a business from your blog, don't forget to call into the station through the Anchor app, and I'll make sure to feature your question and answer some of it too. Thanks for tuning in to iRemix. Don't forget to hit me up on Instagram at the underscore iRemix and use the hashtag self-made together. Thanks.